What's up, everyone? What's going on? My name is Akeem Henry, and welcome to the Minority Mills and Medicine Podcast. Thanks for listening in again, guys. We have another great episode for you, so I hope you enjoy this one. Today's podcast is sponsored by Mission to Medicine, a lifestyle brand that represents high achievers who are pursuing and actively living out their dreams of being healthcare professionals. Check out the latest merchandise online at www.missiontomedicine.com. Use discount code Mission to Medicine 10 to save 10% off your purchase. And remember, it's not a sprint or a marathon. It's a mission to medicine. Today, we are covering how to bounce back from a bad exam. We know there's been plenty of times where, you know, you may not have done as you wanted to on a particular exam and you might feel a certain way about it. And if you haven't even had that experience yet, it might come up. Who knows? Yeah, it happens to, I'm going to say it happens to everyone, but to definitely the best of us. almost everyone it happens to. To the best it's, of us. It's a, it's a long, long road. So many hard classes we have to take as pre-med students. Um, but don't get down on yourself. We have this episode for you to give you all the advice that we have from our experiences to help you bounce back. So let's go ahead and hop into this. For sure. So just to start off with a little story, because I think it's important to understand that, you know, we've had these experiences. That's why we're talking about it. But for me, one of the classes I remember that I had a bad exam in was Gen Chem 2. Gen Chem 2. This was a rough class. The professor, he wasn't the best at getting across information. It was, it was really hard to follow him. Um, and the exams were, they were pretty tough. And I remember there was only two exams in the course for the whole semester. So there mm-hmm. wasn't a lot of opportunities to really do well. And I remember, I think it was my, the, the last exam before the final. And I did really bad on it. I was way below the average and I was just like, man, like, what am I going to do? So in this video, I'll definitely talk a little bit more about that. But Keem, you got a story too? Yes. For me, it was the treacherous and most egregious class for me was uh, biochemistry. <laughs> I remember this was a junior year where it was just a lot going on. Like I was busy outside of the classroom with extracurriculars, leadership opportunities and positions. But, you know, I was still doing my work and doing what I needed to do for it. It's classwork because that's the most important thing. But biochemistry, man, like... Bio, I would I would give it everything, like learn all the amino acids, understanding the acid-based chemistry and understanding the the, uh, the equations. But for some reason, when it came to the exam, I just I just couldn't <laughs> couldn't process the exam and what was going on. And mm-hmm. so it's been plenty of times where I was taking the the assessment and I was like freaking out mid assessment, like wow, I don't know what's know what this like this is, and I just felt like. I was just going to do bad on poorly on the exam. And sure enough, it did come to light. Um, self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, but ultimately, there were some things that I did to turn it around. And we're going to talk about those things today in this pod about what exactly you can do and implement the strategies that we did to ultimately come out. And I ended up doing much better than I initially thought in the beginning because the beginning was rough. It was rough mm. adjustment. Those whole biochemistry because chemistry is not my thing at all. Mm. Yeah, so we're we're definitely going to talk about our tips uh, along the, during this podcast that we use kind of along the way. All right, so the very first tip that we have for you all after you have that bad exam is to evaluate where you went wrong on the exam. So the very first tip that we have for you all after you have that bad exam, you're trying to bounce back for the next one or the final is to evaluate where you went wrong in the exam. You have to figure out what you did that kind of led up to the point where you kind of got that bad score. Was it your studying tactics? Was it your time management? All those things you really need to look at and really think about. Most definitely. And so one of the first things that you all should do is when you get that bad exam back or you have that gut-wrenching feeling that you didn't do well is to start thinking about, all right, should I reach out to the professor? Should I send them an email? Make sure you send them a professional email to meet up 
during office hours or outside of office hours if they're not available to sit down and just talk about how you felt about the exam. And if their grades have come back, then you all can go through the exam together and see exactly where you went wrong. And also, are you there? You can um, ask for a regrade or ask for a check, you know, go through and see if there's questions or points where you can get back. Not all professors are open to that, but you might get one or two professors in your lifetime that will be open to it. So you never know. Um, so that's definitely something that I would recommend and advocate you to do. Yeah, definitely. And it's like, and like you're saying, you know, if you sh- kind of showed that you're able to, to do some of the work, if it's like maybe like a chemistry exam or a math exam, you s- and you kind of set it up, but you didn't follow, know how to completely follow through to solve the problem, they might say, okay, you started it off and they might give you some extra points. So I think that's a really great tip. Mm-hmm. Some of them, like you said, they might not be as some professors, but hey, you got to try. Trifling. Right? Some of them say, if you do a regret, <laughs> I'm going through the whole entire exam again. I'm going to find something. Yeah. I'm like, what do <laughs> you mean you're going to find something? Just look at this one question. <laughs> you know, like, uh uh-uh. Right. And then another thing that you definitely have to do is think about how you study for the exam. Did you spend enough time studying for the exam or did you kind of wait to like the last few days to decide to get serious and really study for it? Did you use the right resources? Did you find, you know, practice questions or uh, old exams or things like that that's going to help you be successful on the exam? And then just in general, like, did you have maybe a lot of distractions going on, whether it be social events going on or remove the EOPs <laughs> enemies of progress. Absolutely. Our mentor told us this in uh, college and it's just been with me ever since EOPs remove them. <laughs> so, you know, you have to think about all these things because at the end of the day, you want to take those things out, those distractions and implement some strategies that's going to help you be successful on the next thing. So that's like the biggest, biggest place to start. Agreed, agreed, for sure. And as Cam alluded to, did you have the right resources? And now that you've had the time to reflect and you had those moments to reflect, now it's time to move forward and create an action plan and take the necessary steps that are needed to attain the right resources, to use the right resources, and to implement them into your studies moving forward so you can get better grades in this class, on this exams, in the class, and whatnot. So one of the things that we could do for preparing for the next thing is to actively form study groups and make sure that you communicate with a set of subset of people in your class who you all can work with together to help, you know, do well and communicate to formula, formulate a community to allow you all to do well. And then another thing is to attend office hours regularly. So like not just show up to office hours when something's gone wrong, like <laughs> when the whole place exploded. Now you want to finally talk to somebody, talk to the professor about it. No, you got to go to the office hours regularly when they have it, when they hold it, if it's bi-weekly, whenever weekly, you show up, you ask questions, you show engagement, you come with questions prepared, show that you've actually done the work, the necessary steps on doing the questions that they made had in lecture or you found in the textbook or whatnot and go to office hours and just show up. I think that's really important and the professor will definitely take note of that. So when it's time to come around and do regrades and give bonus questions and go bonus points to help you get from that maybe that B minus to a B plus or wherever you're at, they might be looking out for you in this case. Right, definitely. And I know for me, like thinking about that general chemistry exam that I talked about before, the grade that I got on it, I was like, okay, clearly I don't understand the big concepts. And the next exam for me was the final. So I was like, I need to go back and really understand the core concepts. I tried going to office hours, but even in office hours, the professor wasn't really that great of a teacher. His teaching style didn't really vibe with me. So I was like, you know what? The way I need to do this is I need to go back to the textbook. I need to understand those core core concepts that are going to be important to do well in the exam. 
Also, if there's any videos going on to Khan Academy or any other YouTube resources that are available to really understand those concepts well. And for me, by doing that and implementing those resources, that allowed me to have a much stronger foundation going into the final. And I actually wound up doing pretty well on the final and even above the average. So, uh, you know, I think once you find those resources that work for you, you got to dive into them and really make sure you understand the material really well. And it, it all depends exactly where you are within the semester as well. I feel like in the beginning part of the semester, you, you usually have more time on your hands to try different resources of what works and what doesn't work. Obviously, you got to change immediately if it doesn't work at all and you get a bad grade. You need to you know make those next necessary changes to improve. But one of the things that you could do is, you know, go to resources on campus. So. If you have tutoring programs or you have free tutoring that's offered paid tutoring, look for those to see if you could incorporate that to help improve your grade. Also, finding practice test banks, if they have that available on your campus, you can find out if they have old exams that are available that you can use for practice questions. And also incorporating technology. So now we have these algorithms that allow people to increase their active recall. So... They're not sponsored, but Anki. Anki is a great app that a lot of people use in medical school or in general when they want to learn information, memorize stuff, because it has an active recall space repetition algorithm that shows you flashcards over a period of time based on how you rank it, whether you know it or you don't know it. And that really helps with learning foundational information. And then, like I said, getting practice questions to help improve that your understanding of the information because you really don't know if you actually know something until you start testing yourself yeah absolutely and i think i'm gonna at least speak for me but i think as a lot of people we've been at that point after a bad exam where you're like all right if i'm gonna get a if i get a 95 on the rest of the exams or if i get a 95 on the final then what's my final grade gonna be right stress but it, at the end of the day <laughs> it's, it's like you know if it's cool to, it's fun to say that and like think like, okay, if I get a 95 on this exam, then I'm going to get a B in the course. I'm going to get an A in the class. But at the end of the day, you have to be studying like you want that grade. You have to go back and say, okay, what did I do wrong in this exam? Because those things are going to come back up on the final exam. So you need to make sure you, you know what you did wrong and understand what you did wrong. So you can correct those mistakes and do on the final or do well in the next exam. Mm -hmm. So I think that brings us kind of like to the final main point, which is, implementing those strategies and i think the biggest place to start is building habits that for studying so that even when you don't feel motivated you don't feel like studying you've created those habits where it's like you're going to get up and do it because that's what you're used to doing so that's waking up i remember for me on on saturday mornings a lot of the times especially when i had an exam coming up my routine was go wake up early go to the gym then I would usually stop at the diner, get an omelet or whatever, get some food to power me through for a little while, and then go to find a spot to study. And we, we used to study, like we had a study spot we would go to, make sure we had all our space on lockdown early in the morning so we could be there all day. But, you know, even times where I wake up and I'm like, man, I'm feeling kind of tired. I was just kind of used to it. I was like, all right, just get into the routine and just start doing it. And I think that helps you to maintain those habits um, throughout the semester. Just from the things that you said, it's really important to have that routine, have that consistent routine and do what works best for you. So for you, your outlet was going to the gym and working out and, you know, grinding in the gym to release that steam, lifting those um, weights for other people who might be creating and designing or doing stuff outside of the gym or whatnot. For me, it was specifically doing graphic design. Like I was doing graphic design projects for people 
as a way to create and to have my outlet outside of the academics. So whatever works best for you, I would say just do it. And then finding that time to incorporate all the resources that you were able to find on campus, online, and just being consistent. Consistency is what's going to ultimately build you the best success in this. Absolutely. And another big thing is that you have to have a growth mindset. And for those of you that don't know what that means, it basically means that you can improve. And it's not just that if you do a bad exam, then you're a bad student. And if, if you do good on an exam, then you're a good student or a smart person. Yeah. You have to believe that you can improve each time that you decide you want to study. You're improving. You're getting better. And, it, you know, it, that goes for anything. Like at the end of the day, we all know people who are, you know, over 6'3", who aren't in the NBA or aren't, you know, playing some sport. And the, the people who are playing in the NBA or whatever, they put in that time and they they got to that point. So it's not just all about natural gifts that you're blessed with. You also have to put in the work and everyone has to put in that work. And each time you put in that work, you're improving and you're getting better. You're not stuck in the spot just because you did a bad exam, stuck being at the bottom of the class. Yeah, exactly. Like at the end of the day, we know everyone has bad days. We all have bad days. But it's about how can you channel the positivity, the things that you got going well in life to help ultimately get you through your dark times and your dark moments, the times where you feel discouraged, the times where you feel like you want to give up. How can you channel the positive little things in your life to make you overall feel like, all right, you can go out there the next day and come back stronger and finish even 10 times better than you did the last time. So it's just having that positive outlook on life and just continue to know that you can persevere and get through it and get to the finish line. Absolutely. Those are our main points that we have. But if you have some more tips that you have implemented for bouncing back from a tough exam or a tough semester, drop them down in the comments below so everyone can hear about it.